Sorry, give me a mic check and we're ready to go. Sarah, how are we doing today? All good? Patrick, well. sounds great. So, Patrick, you're tired of all the doom and gloom? Now, okay, so yeah. we'll just... Hey, you're talking my podcast. Let's just talk fluff. <laughs> aren't you like i'm not like we're at the end of july now the summer's like we got five weeks left of the summer we're still home we're still dealing with spiking states and hot spots and oh it's going on and on it's going on and on don't you think i mean uh... i honestly think people are just like like it's like zombie land like everyone's just like it's insanity right? really uh, well, you know what? I mean, I do have moments because we don't go out of the house a lot. Like we, we, you know, we did move. We can talk about, I, I live out in Leesburg now. I'm completely in the suburbs. Is I know. That in the, is that in the state? Uh, <laughs> I know, Patrick, <laughs> it is way out here. Do you know? By we, the way, you could take the ferry, the White's Ferry, right from Leesburg over to Poolsville. Okay. And then where does that get me? Okay. Poolsville's go, like way up get, in Maryland. Go get, go get, I'm telling you, take the ferry over and go get wings at Cugini's in Puzo. The best wings. Okay. okay. And I lived in Buffalo. <laughs> Cugini wings are top five wings. Okay, I'll go there. I mean, all right, White's Ferry, I've always heard about it. I mean, I feel like the last time we were doing a it's story a little on tug, it. It's not even a boat. It's like a pulley system. It's a, like, to call it a ferry is a, actually uh, unfair to true ferries. It's like this barge that gets is on a pulley system, but fits twenty to twenty five cars. Oh, great! And you cross over, you know, the Potomac up by you know Poolsville, and uh, yeah, it's actually not bad. Okay, really good because I feel like the last time I heard about it, I think we were doing a story on Fox Five. It was sinking or something. So, um, all right, I'll uh, try this. Yeah, it's it's not sinking. <laughs> it did it did break loose one yes, time. Okay, and start, thank you. Yeah, and started traveling southbound. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. Oh, mine is that. It's reliable. Um, yeah. So, I mean, because I, I moved over the weekend. As you know, moving is a pain. Um, there might be some nice golf courses out there. Well, okay. The golf courses are open. And, you know, I hear you're obviously a big beer guy, craft beer guy. There's supposed to be a lot of great. I've been to some wineries. I don't know if that's a con- I'm a big beer guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten big from beer. Thanks, Sarah. That's good. I mean, our audience can take that any way they want, you know? But anyway, so that's all that yeah. I'm doing. You're down in North Carolina. Are you guys, so, do you have to stay inside all the time now down there or what? No, so, no. I, you know, I've said this before. So we're in Brunswick County, North Carolina. They've done a great job. Their their cases are, are very low. Um, everyone's wearing masks for the most part. Um, you know, picking up food, you can eat, you can eat inside a restaurant here. 50%. We have not, we have eaten outside at a restaurant. Um, but no, they're very, I think they've done a, I mean, we're pretty much, you know, at the house, play around the golf. Um, oh, excellent. Well, I mean, yeah, by, the way- I got my, by the way, I got my wife, one of those beach cruiser bikes for her birthday. Okay. What are she those? Had- you know, like a beach bike, like a cruiser bike. Okay. You know, they're called cruiser bikes. Yeah. And uh, she loves it. So she's out there right now in the 95 degree heat, you know, riding her cruiser bike. <laughs> By Perfect. the way, I, I'm, ma- I'm making her wear a helmet, which is just, just so awesome. Well, that's actually probably a good idea. Cause I mean, it is. yeah, it is. It is. they look yeah. awful, but they are she really did, safe. She didn't, she didn't want to wear one. I don't blame her. I mean, they're like, like, I'm in the neighborhood. It makes me, you know, but I'm like, listen, if you fall, hit your head, 
you become, you know, God forbid, a quadriplegic and I have to take care of you. Like, come on, so where are like, This is about you. You're like, I don't want to take care of you as a quadriplegic. Sorry. So, you, oh my God, you crack. Well, you must be having the best week of your life because last week you were sweating this big oh, ad tax. I was tax. supposed to be on vacation this week and all I've been doing is working, Sarah. Oh, wow. Okay, please. This is why you make the big bucks. Okay, okay. general manager. You know what? This is the price you pay for being, you know, I guess CEO. So that's what they they tell me. But wait a second. (laughs) You have to be so happy about this ad tax that did not happen in D.C. Yes, we did a great job. So kudos to uh, the Maryland, Delaware, D.C. Broadcasters Association. Kudos to the mayor. Yeah, they sh- they really shut this down at the last hour. A huge, huge supporter. Kudos to the council members, and you know I'm not going to name them all, but many of them were supportive uh, from from the outset. Um, kudos to all the broadcasters, uh, newspaper, local newspapers, uh, ad agencies, uh, national organizations that helped support it. It was a true, true effort. And, um, you know, it, it looked bleak to be candid at yeah. the beginning. For those of you who don't know, uh, the D.C. Council, um, uh, the May- let me step back. Mayor Bowser presented them with a balanced budget. The D.C. Council tried to um, basically they added several taxes to uh, to pay for certain projects that each council member wanted above what the mayor submitted. Um, and one of those was uh, was an advertising tax. We talked about it. Yep. Uh, last uh, last week. Last week. Yep. And um, it looked like there was no chance to, to to get it out. And through through a lot of Zoom calls, conversations, again, mayor support, mayor Bowser support. Uh, yeah, they eventually took it out of the uh, budget, and uh, so no ad tax, which was very Huge. very good news, and really good news for small businesses. Yeah, good news for, for for broadcasters, and especially good news for like the local papers that serve the district, like the Informer and the Blade, and and others uh, who who serve a tremendous purpose to those communities. Uh, you know that they serve, um, they rely on advertising and it would have been an unfair tax. Uh, and so great news. That is huge news. Um, all right. So we're kind of having a fun podcast. We're sort of all over the place today. Talk to me about sports because last week we did not have Washington football team as the sort of, I guess, placeholder name, right? Now it's official Washington football team. So their nickname right now is football team. Football team. What do you think? I feel like I saw on your tweets you actually like this. Uh, listen, I, I, you know, everyone wanted a name right away. That would have been great. I'm sure there's some copyright issues. You talk about logos. You know, the season's getting ready to start in four or five weeks. It doesn't bother me that they're going to take their time and wait. Okay. Um, and I'm glad that they came up with a middle ground solution where they're not tweeting out under Washington Redskins. Their, their letterheads does, is not saying Washington Redskins. The Redskin logo and names not all over the stadium. So they're, you know, they're using this time to kind of um, erase that. Uh, and then uh, at some point, I think after the season, they'll announce a name and roll out a marketing campaign and so forth. What do you think they're leaning towards? I, you know what? I don't know. So I saw, guess, right? I saw some interesting articles on the Sentinels. 
which is a name I had not heard. It's actually pretty interesting. So apparently there's an EA sports franchise, you know, video game sports franchise called the Sentinels. Uh, It actually is a, I believe it's some sort of, you know, uh, I don't, the, the logo is like, have you seen it? Like it's a kind of like a futuristic, like with, with arms and no, I'll have to Google. I'll have to go. Okay. It actually could be a pretty cool logo. Okay. Um, And it ties in with senators, but it's not the senators. Okay. I actually, you know, again, I have no idea if that's even in the top five. I just saw something that said, you know, Hey, and it's, it seemed pretty, apparently the red, the the same owners, the, the, the the franchise who has redskins.com, um, registered sentinels.com no kidding okay so it sounds like it wasn't there something too about red fox or something or the red wolves red wolves but that sounds like it's going by the way i don't i feel like there's no momentum for that one listen i think the sentinels could be pretty cool okay i like the sentinels i I think the team has officially announced though that they will keep the same colors okay yeah that makes sense there was never really a debate about that that sounds good burgundy gold how about the rest of sports you know obviously major league baseball is back we debated Fauci's uh first pitch you know for the Nats which was terrible by the way it was up there with you know Bubba Booey and 50 talk Cent a, I mean that, this joke's been out there but talk about a self-distance first pitch <laughs> <laughs> actually I hadn't heard that that's pretty good that's pretty I good that, I, I take zero credit for that joke I've seen it everywhere um but what so, are you feeling about sports overall? You know, the listen, Marlins. I'm, 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 I'm nervous. You know, okay. The, the, the big story today or the last two days is the Florida Marlins who traveled to Philadelphia to play a baseball game. And now I think we're up to 18 players slash coaches who have tested positive. They yeah. can't feel the team. So their season is on hold. You know, Major League Baseball called an emergency meeting. You know, so I believe the Phillies and the Yankees had to take a couple games off. The Phillies, you know, quarantined their team because they played the Marlins. Yankees had to go play Baltimore. Uh, I, listen, you you know a few people are going to test positive. Sure. I don't understand how 18 test positive. Like, clearly something happened, there, right? And I keep pointing to Europe. Okay. But Europe had no issues with their with their soccer, right? How? Why, why, how? why? Why in week one does basically an entire team test positive? Okay. Okay. There's more cases here. They're from Florida. Maybe they're also not self-distancing. They're not, they're not, maybe the testing protocols of major league baseball need to be ramped up. Maybe it needs to be every day, but allegedly some of the players who played knew they were positive. Oh my so, God. You're and again, kidding. That, yeah, and, and that, then they kept I don't playing? know if that's been, I don't know if that's been confirmed or not, but like, come on, we got to figure this out. That is unbelievable. Well, I can't even believe that they knew that they had it and then would continue and here's to here's why we got to figure it out. Okay. And not just from a monetarily standpoint. All right. I do believe emotional standpoint. The, the, the first game the Nationals played, which was, I believe, a, last Thursday, broke ESPN ratings records Ooh. for a regular season Major League Baseball game. And then Fox had the game on Saturday night and it did unbelievable ratings. Really? That's yeah. Cause the, people are anxious. Yeah. The appetite 
the desire to watch sports, the desire to be able to spend two or three or four hours, um, you know, just on something other than COVID, returning back to school, returning back to work, can't do this, can't do that, uh, politics. Totally. So we, the yeah, election. we need it. We need it. We need the outlet. You know, and there's a, a lot of sports fans in this country who, who are missing it. Um, okay, Patrick, how do you think you write this ship? Because you have the NFL beginning to start. And of course, you know, normally they would start, you know, the season. I end think it's got to be a lock, lockdown quarantine testing every day. Spend the money. Players can't be selfish. They got to stay in the bubble. And, you know, I, you know, the, the question is, does the NFL Players Association, the Major, Major League Baseball Players Association, are they willing to do that? If, if, if players are going home and, 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 you know, not following protocols, listen, you're going to wake up on a Sunday morning and have, you know, a football team lose 30 players. Like, I that's know. What's happen. Isn't that crazy? Did you also see where the, uh, where the Redskins and I'm sure or Washington football team, and I'm sure a lot of other teams are doing this are offering sort of negotiation packages for players who, who don't want to play for the season. Um, so I'm curious to see if more players are going to try to take that option as we get closer and closer. Yeah, they may listen. I know uh, we've talked about Ryan Zimmerman. Yep. Obviously he was on, on the Fox. season for, yep. for health reasons. And, you know, I think that was part of the negotiation that if a, if somebody tests positive, is it considered a, a, a sports injury? I think if people opted out, do they still get some portion proration of prorated uh, percentage of their contract? And then listen, those are all, those are all real things, right? Yeah. Those are all real things. Right. right? So, um, you know, if you're, if you're a baseball player that has diabetes or a football player that has diabetes or some other underlying condition, you may want to opt out from this season. I don't think you should not get paid. Maybe, I don't know if it's a full salary, if it's a percentage, but you shouldn't be penalized, right? right? I don't think you should be penalized, you know, either losing a year of your contract or, um, so those are all real issues. And, yeah. and, you know, they're real issues in any business, never mind football, but it's just magnified because obviously it's the NFL. Um, so, Listen, I think college football is on very, very, very thin ice. Um, yeah, it seems like college sports, right, for sure, are, are almost still, at you know, the, the point of The Big Ten says they're going to play just in conference. A few other conferences have said similar things. I, listen, I just don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, and then the whole fight with teachers going back to school is still, you know, up. Con- you yeah. Know, I've seen it's everywhere. So, you know, listen, there's there's just a lot of – moving parts on this thing still and then, um, throw, and then throw in a presidential election. Oh Lord. Okay. We'll get to that. But one thing that does mix sports and pop culture, and I'm curious if you watch this or care, uh, barstool sports, of course, Dave Portnoy, who's That's, such a huge I personality, yep. uh, sits down with Trump. Now there was a lot of, um, controversy about this within barstool sports. A lot of the, you know, big cat, some of the people that are well-known personalities say they were never given the heads up. They feel like, you know, barstool has been comedy and sports. Now here they're mixing politics. The interview was pretty fluffy. I mean, yes, you know, it it, it, very fluff. No, nothing about anything that would, nothing about anything important, really. Um, what did you think? Do you think that's a bad move for Barstool? No, I think it's a great move for Barstool. And honestly, I think it was a great move for the president. So, okay, tell me more. Listen, Barstool has a ton of followers. Um, I mean, millions and millions and millions. Uh, listen, you're not going to please everybody all the time. Uh, the fact that 
the president of Barstool Sports, you know, can sit down with the, with the president of the United States. Okay, yeah, it was a fluff interview. He asked a couple little questions, kind of saying, how do we heal and a few other things. I've been trying uh, to ask about how we protest, but they never I, listen, really I honestly thought, again, there was no hard questions. Right. But I thought the president actually seemed likable. For the you know a lot yeah you know, I mean we've talked about this. There's a lot of times he comes across as you know difficult. Oh, yeah, very. He seemed likable, so I think it was a good thing for him. Uh, and certainly, I think for for Barstool, uh, it, it was a good thing. Again, you're never going to please anybody all the time. It was a fluff interview. Listen, presidents in the past have done. They've played the you know the saxophone. They've done comedy skits. They've been on SNL. I, listen, I. You know, I think it gets played up much more because it's Trump. But, you know, listen, Trump's a sports fan. You know, he read, you know, he well, was able to reach. Yeah. And Don Jr. is obviously a big fan of Barstool. And Portnoy didn't hide his, uh, you know, he's, he opened up the thing saying, listen, I'm kind of, you know, I'm not Republican or I'm not Democrat. But I also think, you know, based on Portnoy's comments, I believe he leans a little toward probably towards the right yeah yeah absolutely yeah, so yeah no i actually I, I thought it was it was it was like 18 minutes i thought it was very short yeah and then he called his dad at the end it was kind of it was fun do it, you it think fun. they have joe biden on and that will lead me to my next thought i, I want to know this because obviously chris wallace I think joe biden so chris wallace has asked joe biden so chris wallace did a we've talked about this yeah, really... interview with trump it was very well done um you know, he clearly, Chris Wallace has clearly now become the fairest, down the middle, best interviewer, I think, in the country right now. Yeah, he's, and yeah. He did a very probing interview with Trump, called him out, had, but not in a gotcha way. You know, it's just, hey, here are the facts. Here's what Biden said. Here's, he's not trying to defund the police and so forth and so on. But then Chris Wallace asked Biden to do it. A similar interview and he rejected you know he said no listen i think biden's very nervous i think his people are very nervous to put him out there i yeah. think they're going to keep him on a on a on in you know in quarantine so to speak for as long as they can um personally i would put him out there a little bit prior to the debates because you know i i just think when you're locked up like this you know or not you know, not really doing interviews or doing press conferences to then hit the debate stage, I think could be tough for him. Um, so, you know, we'll see where that goes. But having said that, it's a good strategy right now because Trump, you know, Trump's hurting himself, I think, more than helping himself. And if Biden's kind of just staying out of the mix, the polls look better for Biden. Having said that, as journalists, I would think they'd be calling for Joe uh, to do as many interviews to get his voice out and to be able to ask him real questions. Um, I believe yeah. he did do a news conference yesterday. I, I believe it was, it seemed, it wasn't like very probing, um, but he's going to have to start coming out more and more. I think once he picks the VP, which I, you know, my sense is he's got to be getting very close to, and, um, you know, we kind of talk about the VP every single week, so I don't know if we yeah. want to skip it this week. Seems like there's no real new development there. 
No, no. Although, listen, I think that it's, um, I think it's down to three people. Okay, wait, did you tell us this last week? You thought no, it was- No, I kind of changed a little bit. So I think, obviously, I think Kamala is still there. I think Elizabeth Warren, and I think Tammy Duckworth. Those are my three. Wow. Okay, what do you think of Tammy Duckworth? I think Tammy Duckworth, the more I think about this- I like her. The more she's tough- yeah. Military hero, injured in combat. Um, I believe it was combat. I don't I, I don't know if it was combat. Injured in, in when she was serving, I should say. I don't know if it was exactly combat. Um I think she's I think she knows how to push back. Uh, Asian American. I believe she's Asian, right? Yes. She's, yep. She's definitely a woman of color and she. Yeah. And and the only reason I say Asian, I don't know if it's like, she's from, I'm trying to remember where, I think it's Asian, but I'm not sure exactly um, where she's from, but. um, That's an interesting development. Yeah. Yeah, Listen, I, she, she speaks very well. I mean, I think some of her policies have been out there a little bit. But the fact that she's been, you know, she's she's a war hero, very smart. Um, you know, listen, I think speaks very well. I think would be a big advocate on the campaign trail. I just, I'm starting to feel like Kamala Harris is more for attorney general. I don't know why. Okay. Listen, a Biden-Harris ticket is fine, right? She looks presidential. She can be president. Very smart won multiple statewide elections, lawyer, all that stuff. Very accomplished. But she didn't resonate really well in the presidential primaries. She was kind of a dud, yep. right? Yep. People really expected her to be the breakout candidate. Yeah. And she was not. She had some mishaps early on. I just feel Tammy Duckworth, I don't think he'd go wrong with her. It's just my my gut. Uh, do you think she's too far, though? To you know, I, I mean, I think it's hard right now to get the too sense. Too far to the left. Yeah, too far to the left. No, I mean, listen. I think some of her policies lean that way. Um, I think she's more of a left center, moderate. I don't think she's a progressive. Um, I don't know. Listen, I think. I mean, it's I think, a tough listen, one. Listen, I think Warren Warren helps him potentially with, with the progressives. Well, and women, a lot of women like Elizabeth Warren for the most part, I think. Yeah, but I think the women, I, listen, I think if he picks a female, which he said he's going to, I think the women are going to come gonna, out. They're, they're going to be there anyway, right? Yep. Uh, I think Warren, though, is tougher. I think the stock market would, I think the, the, the financial community would act much more difficult, much oh, yeah. more reactive to Elizabeth Warren. I think Elizabeth Warren could bring out more of the Trump, you know, the, 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 those that may have sat on the sidelines because she just, she's similar. And I'm not comparing her to Trump. I'm just saying is emotions run high when you mention Elizabeth Warren's name. I agree. I, I don't, agree. I don't think that happens with Tammy Duckworth or Kamala Harris, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Um, all right. I want to kind of do like a lightning but round. Again, a lot more goes into it. Oh, God. Yeah. I did say, and again, I, I, I you know, I'm going to bring it up, but I don't have the full picture. So, but I did see some criticism that Chris Dodd 
the former senator from Connecticut, you know, probably mid seventies white male was head of the vetting team. Okay. I read that. I, and so I think Biden was getting some criticism on that. It's just a sidebar. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that was confirmed or if that was people were, you know, speculating on that, but um, that would have been, that's an interesting choice for him to put as the head of his vetting team. Why? You feel just too old, too, uh, too white, too what? I mean, you know, to everything. To everything. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yep. All checks, all the boxes. Um, All right. I want to do just like a quick lightning round and get your thoughts. Um, AOC, who's been an, you know, a hot topic on this, on this show. You're going to, you may fall off your chair right now. What? Okay. I want to know your thoughts on Yoho and you know, her. So first of all, what Yoho said is, was utterly disrespectful, border, you know, disgusting, no place for that. Which every, end story. everyone knows by now, but basically ends up saying she's an effing bitch and all this, you know, right. to her face. Well, and in as front she's, of the press. Yes. The whole yes. Well, regardless of whether it was in front of the press or not, that just, that's just, that just exacerbated it. Listen, I've been critical of AOC's policies. I've been critical of her take on certain issues. But this is what happens one, his comments were, were just terrible. And it actually gave her an opportunity to respond like she did on the House floor and gave an extremely articulate Yeah, it was great, actually. Speech. Yeah. So, so because he was such a dumbass and inappropriate, he actually gave her an, an opening and an opportunity and a platform to speak on a topic um, that is very important. No, no, no women should be treated like that. And honestly, it doesn't matter whether he has daughters or not. You don't need to have a daughter to know that that was inappropriate. And she came out looking tremendous, right? Yeah, so, right? he serves it up to her. Yeah, so, she so looks not, great. Like, so it backfired on him. And I don't think he had a strategy. I think he was just being an ass. Uh, yeah, I agree. But it backfired on him three different ways. So she gave an extremely articulate speech. I think it elevated, if you can, her profile even more as a, as a serious, more serious Congresswoman. Uh, she was on point. She wasn't emotional. She was, um, well, Very and methodical. She, she spoke to many women, right, who have had an experience like that. Yeah. So, so she, yeah. you know, gets. And I loved, I did like how she, tw- and I don't mean twisted in a bad way, but like how kind of twisted it back on, on him in that you gave, she said he gave approval for people to treat his daughters like that. Yeah, right. It was very interesting twist. To, or take, I should say, on it. So, Okay, um, Tell, talk to me about protests that are happening with the National Guard being sent in, in, you know, obviously what's going on in Portland, Austin, uh, potentially listen, Chicago, I, I, thoughts? I, listen, I think it's a mess. You know, I've, I said this last week on the podcast. It, it's, it's probably borderline unconstitutional that um, the Trump administration or the White House or the federal government, DOJ, sent in uh, national police to deal with the situations in Portland and Seattle. Having said that, the mayors, the mayor of Portland in particular and the mayor of Seattle in particular have been 
derelict in their duties to protect citizens. They both should resign, in my opinion. I think it's a bad situation. Uh, it's a violent situation. Maybe it's been made more violent by the national police, but it was violent before them. It continues to be violent. I just think that because of how they've handled their cities, um, it gave the it gave the the, the DOJ or the, fe the, 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 the federal police um, an opportunity to kind of step in, especially protecting courthouses and federal buildings and so forth. So listen, I think there's a lot of wrong here. Uh, you know, I think if, if, if the Portland leadership was doing their job, similar to what Seattle Although Portland seems to be much worse than Seattle now, but Seattle is not, is 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 not any better really. Uh, I, yeah, I don't think they would have had to do anything. So, so I think there's a lot of blame here. So, so I guess where I'm going is Ted Wheeler, I believe that's his name, who's the mayor of Portland. You know, on on the morning talk shows, saying it's all Trump's fault for sending in national police or federal you know federal officers. That's just. No one believes that, right? Having said that, I'm not sure they should be there either. But then again, who, whose responsibility is to protect federal buildings? And listen, I'm sure there's a lot of Portland residents who don't want right. to have what's happening to their city. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. You're sounding awfully liberal. Uh, what, a, what a term of events. No, Boy, I'm, sounding, I'm sounding like a rational, moderate, person that i am sarah wow what's going on in that air down there in north carolina boy i mean this is like this honestly this is the most sane you've sounded in no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> in like two years since we've been doing this that north carolina air is good for you um uh, all right last speed round chain smokers have a very bougie uh concert in long island where you have influencers um now of course governor cuomo says he will investigate that they were not social distancing two thousand people including the uh head of goldman sachs who goes by dj soul who was djing there what do you think? They claim this was a test run for what future concerts will look like and that everybody was social distancing. But Governor Cuomo says, no, there were reports of people not wearing masks. What do you think? Listen, I think they've set themselves up for for problems on this. You know, and again, we've talked about this. I think, you know, de Blasio and Cuomo and other states like Maryland and Connecticut, who've said no outside entertainment, whether it's self-distance or not. I tweeted this week or we talked about, uh, you know, uh, in a baseball stadium, why can't you have 10,000 fans self-distanced, right? And I think the fact that they've gave tacit approval to protesting with masks or without, I mean, they didn't say without, but certainly with masks, it's very hard for me to understand how you can't have an outdoor concert, assuming the same right. self distancing and masks are being worn and stuff, or have 10,000 people in a baseball stadium that actually seats 40,000. Right. Right. So I, I think, and yes, and once one is uh, in the, you know, protesting it's in the constitution, one is not. So if that's your, how you separate the two, but at the same time, um, I don't know enough about this specific concert. 
it does sound bougie. It does sound like it yeah, probably very, should not have happened. Yeah. You know, again, it's the rich being the rich, right? Out in the Hamptons, uh, you know? I mean, yes, they... And you have, uh, you know, the head of Goldman Sachs DJing. I mean, it's just, it's just like total entitlement, you know, even, I mean, they can say that it's like a practice run for this or that, yeah, but I mean. Listen, I think it's, uh, you know, again, I think the, um, the privilege keep getting privileged. Well, and every or time. Privileges, I should say. Right. Absolutely. Um, all right. What else do you want to talk about? We didn't talk a lot about local stuff going on. Seems like kind of the same old, same old as far as Montgomery County. You know, testing has increased. Um, what else? Anything else? Let's talk, hold on. Let's talk about testing. Okay, okay. Real quick. Okay. Okay. So a family member of mine got tested. It will. It was now 14 days okay. ago. <laughs> no. Yesterday in Maryland and no result. What the heck's the point of getting (laughs) tested if it's going to take 14 days to get a, like. That's insane. So you get a negative test. Maryland reports it as the positivity rates down. And yet this person could have easily have gotten it in the last 14 days. 100%. What's the point? It's a joke. Like, and I, I don't know if that's just a Maryland thing or Montgomery County thing, but let's. No, I know. You, yeah. If you, can, you should get a result back. And I think you should get it back that day. Certainly the next two to three days. Because listen, if you feel like you need to get tested, you could stay quarantined easily for two to three days. But if you're telling me I get tested today and I'm not going to get a result back for like stop. Yeah, right. Who's going to wait 14 days? And that's part no of the one. problem. Yeah, exactly. And then they get a false sense that they're negative. Right. When they could actually have gotten positive again. Yeah. And be spreading me. Like, like don't keep telling me you're getting, t- uh, we have more tech. Well, what's going on in the labs that it's taking this long? Great question. Yeah. And we're not getting those answers, you know? And then some people are listen, getting tested. That goes back to no national testing plan. It's been up to the states. And again, I'm not just picking on Maryland. I've heard, sure. you know, we've heard from, we've actually heard from viewers like Prince William County, you know, Prince George's County, all very slow responses. Um, and uh, I mean, where's the swab? And tell me two hours later. I agree with you. I mean, they figured it out for the flu. They can, I mean, almost anything now they can really give you. It, it's basically whatever. I don't know if it's insurance based or something. I mean, listen, but... if you pee on something, you'll know you're pregnant in six minutes. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's like a major thing. Yeah. If they can figure that out. Like, I know. Come on. Unbelievable. Um, all right. The vaccine, you know, vaccines look promising. Hopefully, you know, at some point in the next year. Uh, what else? Nah, I think that's it. Just, you know. I know. Getting big, drinking beer, (laughs) trying to run a little bit. Oh, how's your Uh, running going? Yeah, we love, like, we need updates on your life. By the way, and your son is is living with you guys, right? My son lives with us. He works down in Washington. On he's he's on the hill, actually. Okay, so how is that going? Staff assistant. Like living with your is your son enjoying living with his parents, or is he really having a difficult time? Well, I think since we're in North Carolina and he's up there, he's kind of living by himself. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Well, you know, when I go back on Monday, then, you know, listen, he, he, I think he likes living with us. Although there's been a big debate. So in, in, in our house, there's a nice basement with, you know, 
a separate bathroom. And so he wants to commandeer that space and I've been pushing back on it. And so it's, it's become a big debate in, in the Paulini household, Sarah. You and know, he wants Why? You just don't want him to have his own apartment down there or what's? Oh, no, I mean, it's kind of like where I go. It's kind oh, of like, you know, you know, my my Peloton's down there. Um, oh, I got it. It's kind of like it's Patrick's man cave. So then, yeah, okay, for your son to take it over, for the other Patrick to take it over. You know what? I, 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 I've acquiesced. I've made some, I've put some concessions in and I've made some accommodations. So we'll see. But I... Um, Wait, now, what's your wife? Where's your wife at? Where's Kristen at? What team is she on? Oh, for she's, this? she's always team son. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah, you're not going to win. No. No. I got no shot. Okay. Like, it's like, you know, I get hit from both sides. <laughs> you know, it's like, but. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you guys are having an apartment debate. I like that. Yes. All right. Otherwise, uh, everything is good. Yeah. All your animals. Yeah, how, are you, how are you doing? Your move. So tell us about your move real quick. Okay. You know, so my husband works for Loud and Soccer, right? Yeah. So for the past six years, he has done the hour-long commute out here. Um, of mm-hmm. course, right now, there's zero traffic, so his commute would be like 35 or 40 minutes. However, I think we just got tired of living in Arlington. You know, yeah. we, we lived in Virginia Square for years, but I think we saw it grow up in the sense of it became just like much more noisy. Uh, there really wasn't any green space. So we thought, you know what, let's move out to the suburbs, out to Leesburg, and give him a chance. You know, he can easily go into the office so we're out here in leesburg we moved this weekend um so far so good i mean we have a major hornet's nest growing uh in the side of the building Um, but did you rent a house apartment condo uh we rented an apartment twice the size of our old place so it's kind of hard to believe probably for less money way less money i think we're saving like 500 bucks a month it's shockingly less yes and and by the way it's not it's not that far I know. And isn't it amazing the amount of money when you think of how much you pay to live in Arlington? It, it, it's yeah. blown us away of you how listen, much we spend. traffic there. mode, if you're commuting to be into work for an eight o'clock start, yes, it would be brutal from Leesburg. But in your world and his world, where you don't necessarily have to be at a specific place at a specific time, like commuting hours. I mean, assuming we ever get back to where there's traffic, because right now there's not. Right, right. Uh, yeah, it's not. I, it's beautiful out there. It's really gorgeous. People are giving us lots of uh, brewery me- recommendations. Yeah, there's wineries. a lot out there. Yeah, wine. There's some great wine places, vintage shops. Listen to me. I'm like, I, maybe I am liberal now. <laughs> I, I don't know. Completely. Okay, I'm, you're like, I'm like a hip. I'm like a hipster. You are hipster, and now you're giving antique store recommendations. <laughs> this is really okay. Wow, quarantine has gotten to you. This yeah, is crazy. I'm like, I'm, I'm shopping for like vintage, like signs and shit. Um, okay. But you also have to give us some scoop. What's going on at channel five. We love all the behind the scenes. Usually you're launching okay. a show. We're, we're, we're boring. What? I mean, I don't, I don't mean Fox five's boring. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I meant, I meant behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Oh, no, listen, we're still, you know, our staff's doing a great job. You know, we're still, you know, we're, we got a lot going on. You know, we're, we're, we're moving up the street. So the, the new building's in, in full. Yeah, what's going on with mode. that? Well, listen, we're, we're at crunch time now. We're nine months away, right? And How are you going to do? What are you planning on? I mean, they're still going to move everything through COVID because you're probably moving through COVID. 
Or you're not thinking like that. You just gave me palpitations. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, I mean, we're moving, whether it's through COVID or I don't know. But uh, so that's going, you know, that's ongoing. A lot of, a lot of, you know, roller coaster uh, maneuverings with that. Uh, Trying to keep people safe. You know, broadcasting, you know, the 80 hours we we do. Um, Staff's been great. Staff's staff's been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, And most of them. It's hard. It's it's a long haul, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. And and all kidding aside, we're at the end of July. I don't think anyone thought it was going to be, you know, four months still out. I mean, the people who work remotely, the non-news folks, you know, they may not be back to January, Sarah. Like, that's what we're thinking right now. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, because why? You know, why? It's probably, I'm imagining on your end, it's not worth risking, right? Like, if it's functioning. Well, it's not. It's, not. it's right. functioning. They're doing their job. I feel bad for them. They're, you know, they're home. Uh, but now there's help. There's, there's child care issues we got to worry about with schools not going back, which is a whole other issue. Let's that's talk true. about that next week. Okay, we'll wait, we'll wait. Um, I have very, you know. I think interesting opinions on that. Um, so, uh, yeah, anyway, Fox five, we're, we're okay. doing okay. And, um, yeah. Right. So, How exciting. So good. Okay, good. Right. Well, it's okay. Great. This was a fun episode, a little yeah. bit lighter than normal. You know, I've, be- I've become liberal I, completely. I don't even know what's going on down there in North Carolina, but you, wow. <sighs> I yeah. mean, you're like a Pretty... stable genius this week. Like you are, uh, yeah. you are really a whole new Patrick, but I'm sure the old one will return next week. So we'll, we will see yeah. that. Maybe we'll see. You know what? Peace, love. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to do a wellness check? This is all right. Can, um, you, can you please send, is that Patrick or is that somebody else? Oh my God. Peace and love from Patrick Paolini. All right. What is your Instagram? <laughs> Patrick GM Fox five DC. All right, guys, we'll see you next Bye, week. Sarah. Bye.